What is up, my dudes? Welcome back to Olympia Oddities. I'm Trista. And it's just me. It's just gonna be me now. For probably, like, the foreseeable future. Um, in case you haven't heard, um, my old co-host cheated on me. So I left because, you know, naturally. Um, so now it's just me because when you get dumped by me, you also get fired, I guess. So I decided to just wanted to, like, pop back on here and just, like, I don't know. I wanted to do a sideshow all by myself because it's mine and I can make my own decisions now on it. And it just feels so good to be back taking the reins, my passion project. I'm so happy. I got a whole new setup. I learned how to build a microstone. microstone? I learned how to build a microphone stand for you guys this morning. That's how bad I missed y'all. I'm learning how to do tech guy shit. You guys know that I'm not about that life. But I just wanted to pop back on here and just talk about some of the stuff that I've been doing this summer. Because even though I took a break, I definitely kept it spooky. And I've done some new fun stuff that I haven't done before in my life. And I'm like, hey, I want to share these experiences with you guys because... I don't know, I feel like you guys are family. And I want to apologize. I know that I can't apologize for other people and their actions. But it really bothers me that he lied to all of you, too. Um, that's one of the things that I have the hardest time coming to terms with is just, you know, he faked his passion and his involvement in this and his future plans for it and acted like he was going to be around here for you guys. And he had no intentions of doing that. And I'm sorry. And that doesn't stand with the integrity of what I try to do with this podcast at all. So I'm sorry that I gave a bad dude a platform and made you guys listen to his not great jokes for like two years. If you guys can forgive me, I think we can move on past this. I'm willing to. I hope you guys are. I guess we should talk some business first. Um, So Sideshow. I have a really great vision, I think, in my opinion, that I'm very excited about turning this into. I want this to become a place where my friends and people I know, and maybe people I don't know but I found online and like we like each other's Instagram pictures can come on and talk about like their own projects and also just like chit chat about like whatever anything spooky with me I wish that I'd been able to do that during the um Ocean Gate Titan thing because I was captivated dude I was going on dates I was telling people about all the different like safety mechanisms that it had to release the blast allegedly I was enthralled in that story and I'm definitely gonna do an episode on it a full one Okay, but enough about how I spent way too much time on Reddit reading about that Titanic thing. Back to Sideshow. I, so I reached out for some guests and I was like, hey, does anyone I know want to come on and like talk to me about whatever, a topic, your life, your own projects? And the response that I got was like incredibly overwhelming. I still need to send out messages to people, but like... I easily have like a year of guests scheduled and it's been amazing, honestly. And I'd like to take a moment to thank everyone who did reach out to me after they saw, you know, the social media posts of what went down. I can honestly say that every single person, except for one person, has been so nice and so understanding and so cool about this entire thing. Clearly, I did not like plan for this to happen and there's no handbook for like what to do when your podcast co-host cheats on you. Um, So I've just been figuring it out as I go. And it's been going, you know? 
but let's get into some of the fun stuff I've been doing. So earlier this summer, one of my friend's cars broke down and she asked me if I would be her ride to a burlesque show that she was performing at. And I was like, yeah, no worries. I got I got a free ticket and I, you know, get to watch a burlesque show. Hell yeah, that sounds like a good night for me. I just have to drive you downtown. I'm fine with that. And like two hours before the show, she goes, our stage kitten can't make it. Do you want to do it? And I'm like, you know what? I feel like this is the summer of just like, hell yeah, dude. And so I was like, hell yeah, dude. Read two Google articles, put on some short shorts, got my butt downtown. And you know what? We did the damn thing. I was so scared. I was like talking with the performers beforehand, trying to figure out where all the uh, props and stuff go. Um, I took my job way too seriously, I think. But, you know, like you have to. Like I wanted the show to go on just as smoothly as everyone else did. But like I'd never done it before. It'd been a very, very long time since I'd been in any sort of like backstage performance theatery type environment and like the spirit of Broadway truly took over I was like on top of it I had my phone's flashlight out helping people look for their phone that they lost I was helping people glue down pasties I'm like helping people find like where'd the bra go getting the bra if you don't know what a stage kitten is they like basically like set up the props and you get the clothing and stuff off the stage after the performers are done and all the money and like tips and whatever if it's like a tip setting and then you try to like get it back to the performer but you're also kind of like part of the act so you kind of got to be a little like flirty with it and that was like so good I don't know the confidence boost that I got from that was so amazing and it's definitely something that I'm like I want to be involved in this more so that's a new like hobby that I've been exploring and it's been so much fun. I'm so thankful that I got the chance to do that. Everyone I met that night was so sweet. They really were just like, they were fantastic. As soon as everyone heard that it was my first time, they were like reassuring me. Everyone was just like so genuine and so sweet. And it was just such a nice positive experience that I'm like, oh, I'm so glad to be like back in downtown Olympia having a social life again. Let's see what else. Okay, my birthday was last month. And, like, we got, like, no photographic evidence of it. Full-on cryptid birthday party. But I was really proud of it this year. I did, like, a freaky tiki theme. So it was, like, think Halloween, but also tropical. It was it was so much fun. We threw it at a friend's neighbor's house that has, like, this little pond. And it was the perfect setting. And everyone just had such a great time. And we were all chit-chatting everything. And, yeah, we forgot to take pictures by the time anyone was like, oh, we should take pictures. It was already dark out. But it was really fun. I had a lot of my pinup club come down. I had some really old friends. It was great to like meet, like try to like force my old party friends into my new pinup club group. But like everyone got along because everyone's chilled out so much now. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of a weird group of people, but somehow it all came together and it all worked out. And I'm really glad for everyone that came. It was kind of a stressful day, though. I feel like your birthday party, like. It's like the the planning, the pre-planning to your party is always like kind of the best part. And then the day of is kind of like, I don't know. I just doesn't live up to that expectation. I'm not saying that I didn't have like a good birthday party because I definitely did. But like, I think I enjoy like the like, I'm going to grab my best friend and we're going to go to Trader Joe's and we're going to get fancy cheeses. Like, I think I enjoy the menial errand running and like trips to Party City more than I do the actual birthday party. That might just be a me thing, but like if anyone else out there is like that, where they're like party preparation is where it's at, not the actual party, please let me know. Please reassure me that I'm not the only weird one on this one. 
we all know that I'm like a huge fan of anything Last Podcast Network. They were like huge inspirations for me getting started. And I've met so many online friends through the Facebook groups, the many, many Facebook groups. But I got to see one of my personal favorite podcasts, Page 7, live earlier this year. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, One of my old friends picked me up and he was so nice. He got me tickets as like a, (laughs) sorry you got cheated on, um, gift, which is very on brand for like a longtime male friend to do. I feel like (laughs) I got there. And so like Page 7 is my, uh, it's like whatever I listen to when I'm not listening to true crime. It's like the one non-true crime podcast that I actually listen to. It's just a goofy celebrity gossipy podcast with like just dumb, dumb jokes in it. And it's it's wonderful for when you just need to like not think about cold cases from the 90s for an hour. You know what I mean? But we get to the venue and it's the Tacoma Comedy Club. I'd never been there before. Kind of a weird vibe. Kind of a weird vibe. I'll go out and say it. Just not not even anything specifically about it. It was just odd. I, I guess I'm not a fan of like when they sit you down at a table with other people because we like got sat down and they were like our seat buddies and me and my friend were like hi like <laughs> I guess I just don't have an enthusiasm for talking to strangers that some people do most of the time sometimes I don't know but most of the time I, I kind of just I'm like I came here with one person that's who I'm planning on talking to but as we're walking into the venue I see MJ one of the hosts like run to a garbage can to throw something away. They're like five feet in front of me. I had the perfect opportunity to be like, hi, or smile, or nod, or anything. But instead I just kind of like froze up in the doorway and like I just jammed up the doorway for everyone else who was trying to get in because I had this weird starstruck moment. Um, But the live show was so much fun. It was really funny and like, you guys know me. I'm always going to plug anything that's, like, last podcast and be like, you guys should listen to this if you're not. But, um, yeah, it was so much fun. Next time they go on tour, if you guys haven't already seen them, definitely go see them. You know, when I started this, I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about, but so many things have happened lately. Um, I went to the Paranormal Circus. That was interesting. Um, that was in the Tacoma Mall parking lot. Which is also where Krispy Kreme Donuts is. So, like, I don't know why I said that with, like, slight shade. Because, like, honestly, it's got a Krispy Kreme there. That's a prime location. That's prime real estate, baby. So, you know. But but we got there and um, I went on a date. I know. Um, we got there and there was a line out front. And then there was, like, a small tent in front of the big circus tent. And the sign was really cool. It was, like, Paranormal Circus. All in, like, these red lettering. Looked spooky as hell. But everything about the setup, I'm like, oh, this is screaming haunted house. And I don't know if you guys know this about me. Not a big fan of the haunted houses as like a walkthrough person. Working in one, think would be very fun. Going through one and being scared, no. I think my thing is like I have anxiety. So like I spend most of my day trying to not feel like a man with a mask is following me around. So I don't know why I would pay for that sensation when I can just imagine a murderer in my backseat when I'm trying to leave Fred Meyer. But anyway, so everything about it is scream and haunt. I gotta tell this guy. I'm like, okay. I know I'm ookie spooky, but I hate... I hate that shit. And he's like, it's okay. But I get up there, and then, like, there was no haunt. I felt like it was a missed opportunity. I felt like somebody should have popped out 
there should have been somebody in a mask at least. I mean, there were people in masks, but they were more like masquerade and circusy, which like I get, but like it's the paranormal circus, you know? And then we walked in and it was like, it was okay. It smelled like funnel cakes really bad. And we thought that they had funnel cakes, but it was just churros. And I'm not a big churro person, especially when you're like, ooh, funnel cake. And then you get there and it's just churros. But it was like hot as hell in the tent. It started and like, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The con- like the comedy portion sucked. They must have been spending all of the money on like the people doing the actual dangerous acts, which were great. There were some people that I was like, God damn, what am I watching right now? But very bad um very not funny it was just kind of odd but there was some sick stuff there was an aerial arts person with like the hoop in the sky and she was awesome she was like swinging around all crazy there was another chick that like there was like a bungee cord coming down from the ceiling and then there was like a carabiner clipped into her hair and she was like swinging back and forth and like all around like by her hair And honestly, like, everyone's like, oh, wow, that looks painful. And I was like, that kind of looks fun. I have really thick hair. It used to be super long. I did just chop it all off. But, like, I think I have a new life goal, and I really would like to try to just swing around by my hair. There there doesn't have to be an audience. Like, it could just be, like, a private thing. But I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to do some Google searches and figure out, like, how to swing by my hair for fun. I hadn't been to a circus since I was a kid. My dad took me to one in Lacey. And I remember they had like the motorcycles and like the like little, I don't know what to call it, like a cage and they go around really fast. I remember that like a vivid detail. It's like a childhood memory I remember. But I hadn't been to a circus since I was a kid. And I realized in this moment, watching one of the acts, that juggling gives me secondhand embarrassment. Even if someone's good at it, it's the same energy. I figured it, I pieced it out as I was watching the juggling act i was like juggling people have the same energy as like yo-yo trick people and also um like that one guy at your high school who learned how to ride a unicycle and like did it all the time you know what i mean and it's like good for him i'm really glad that he developed a skill i can't juggle at all so like good for him i can't do that i would drop shit left and right but for some reason it makes me deeply deeply uncomfortable to watch someone juggle I don't know why. Uh, They had a tightrope guy. Uh, That was really stressful. And he did ride a unicycle on the tightrope where I was like, wow, it's all it's all coming together. Circus people make me cringe, I guess, is the thing. But they don't. It's just the sensation of juggling. Juggling equals yo-yo man in my brain. Yeah, that was insane. And then for like the finale, they pulled out this thing that was like this gigantic I don't even know how to describe it. It looked like, okay, imagine an, an infinity sign made out of metal. And on each end of it, there are like two human hamster wheels. And two dudes got into it and they started like making it go in a circle. And then they started like sticking their legs out of it and jumping as it's like rotating. And then this dude gets on top of it. And starts jump roping on top of it. And I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack. Like, just watching this. Like, I'm pretty sure that my my mouth was, like, fully open. About to catch a fly. In full awe of what I was seeing. So, it was just, like, a weird experience. Like, it kept wildly alternating between, like, this is really bad comedy. To, like, holy shit, what am I looking at right now? Like, I'm super glad that I went and I did have, like, a really, really fun time that night. 
we ended up going to a barcade afterwards and it was like the weirdest most david lynchian night i've had in a while for some reason so we ended up at the barcade and they had like a dj which was really fun but also like weird when you're trying to play pinball and like Nicki minaj like remixes are like going on in the background slightly distracting but i started playing this fucking uh rush pinball game and i was doing really good at it and i turn around and i see this godzilla one and i'm like oh it's about to go down I get locked into this Godzilla pinball game. Like, I played for like 20 minutes straight. I could not lose. It was the best I'd ever done at pinball my entire time. We're standing there. I'm playing pinball. Like, realize we didn't pay for our parking. We're trapped because I refuse to lose the pinball game. (laughs) I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Lose my high score at Godzilla pinball? That's not happening. It gets to the point in the night where it's like loud as hell. And I'm like, okay, let's go walk around for a little bit. We're walking around. We pass a piano bar. Someone's playing Don't Stop Believing very loudly. It was just this weird moment out on the streets of Tacoma. And then we're like, where are we going next? We Google some places. Bob's Java Jive. I think that's the name of it. It feels right. It is a, it is like a coffee pot slash teapot shaped establishment. That is like a tiki bar on the inside. And it is so cool. I wish that that was in Olympia. I would go every single day of my life. The vibe, untouchable. It was so good. It was like exactly what I needed for the end of just like that weird ass night. Like we walk in, you know, we grab a little drinkity drink. We go, we sit down. People are doing karaoke. The first dude who gets up, kill switch engage song. Like it, it was odd. And it was like, just like the perfect kind of like weirdo night out that my brain really needed where I was like, what even just happened? I'm inside a, t- I'm inside a teapot right now. I watched a lady swallow four swords like two hours ago. I went, I destroyed pinball while Too Short was playing in the background. And now I'm inside listening to this guy just do like guttural vocals at one in the morning. And it was great. <laughs> But yeah, if we could get that thing on wheels on a trailer, park that thing downtown Olympia, oh my god, I'd I'd be there every single day. Cannot recommend it enough. Next time you're in Tacoma, please stop by, even if it's to take a picture. There's a there's a mural of a giraffe on the side of the building too. Little Easter egg for y'all if you do go after hearing this. Of this giraffe, and like the proportions of the giraffe are like so off. Like it does not have a neck. It made me laugh so hard. I did a trip out to Ocean Shores with my best friend. We stopped at Kurt Cobain Park and I got to recreate that terrible picture of me on the news. Trista Heenan Cobain fan, you know. Got to go to Sharky's, one of my favorite establishments in the state. I got to say it. Uh, There's something about like those creepy shark embryos just floating in those jars that really gets to me and makes me ask a lot of questions to myself. Like, where are these shark embryos coming from? And you know what? I met someone who actually worked at Sharky's. Someone that I went on a date with and I asked them, I was like, well, I didn't ask them about, I have follow-up questions. Hold on. This is reminding me that I need to do a follow-up um, inter- interrogation about their time working at Sharky's. But we had questions, right? Because I immediately talked about it with my best friend afterwards. I was like, I met a man who worked at Sharky's the other day, which is pretty wild. And I was like, how many of those little shark embryos do you sell every day? And he said like a hundred, which is like... That's a lot of shark embryos. And to keep on, like, restocking them, we have a world excess supply of shark embryos to get rid of. I need to look at how much they're selling those for. I'm just trying to imagine. Are they raking in thousands of dollars every day in these weird blue 
fluid filled jars with baby sharks inside of them he also said that he hated working there and i was like damn that sucks because i feel like that's always been one of my dream jobs but i understand it because like i can imagine that tourists are awful because you get people like me who come in and i'm like i literally stared at like a shark tooth bracelet and necklace probably a good 15 minutes before i decided to like just no i don't really need that and I kind of regret it. I feel like if any summer of my life was going to be the summer that I started rocking a shark tooth, it was going to be this summer. I guess we should wrap it up with like a little bit more of the business talk. So I'm hoping within the next couple days to record, you know, an official episode. I have a pretty good one, in my opinion, lined up to come back with. It really gets down to the roots of Olympia oddities. It's something I've talked about many many times in the past and it's kind of a reoccurring theme on this podcast and if you know me i'm a big nerd for them so you know i'm excited to talk about one of my favorite subjects with you guys and just you know have this freedom back to really do whatever i want to with this and have it be my thing and it just feels good it feels right thanks for always rolling with the punches you know it's kind of a weird journey i'm not a professional i never claimed to be but uh wasn't expecting this and I definitely learned a valuable life lesson and I don't think I'm going to talk about it on here more than I have like yeah you know if I do another sideshow I might pop on here and be like I went on a date or whatever but like you guys know what happened I apologize for you know what I can apologize for and all of that and I've just said what I've needed to say. I think it's done. I don't think it, the situation, or he, the person, deserves any more of my time or energy. So let's all just kind of like collectively kind of, we don't have to forget that that happened, but you know, for a while, let's just kind of, but you know, it's, it's time for, it's just time for a next chapter. It's time for bigger and better things. And that's what we're doing here. I can't wait to have so many so many great people are going to come on to sideshow and i cannot wait for you guys to like just meet some of these fucking really cool people i know like i know the coolest people and i'm i'm not saying that as a brag i say that as like a i'm in awe that like you guys think i'm cool too <laughs> uh how did i trick you you know what i mean it's 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 just really exciting i'm definitely going to be getting a pop filter don't worry about that i can tell right away from this recording and that's also kind of why i wanted to come back and just kind of informally chit chat on the sideshow with you guys um so when i do come back with you know that official episode i can hit it as as strong as i can and just you know try to hit the ground running and just keep the momentum that i have and you know just keep on doing what i'm doing and I'm excited that I can record whenever I want to now. Um, Something pretty exciting is I've actually got a new podcast studio location. And it has some improvements that I need to do on it. But I am so excited that I'm going to have like my own designated space for this. It's, ooh, I'm so excited. The decorating possibilities are like endless. But yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a good place to kind of end the catch up for today. I had a lot of fun coming back here and talking to you guys. I I really did miss it. My break was well-deserved. I took a break from true crime, aside from the, uh, you know, I listened to some scams. 
I'll say, I, you know, I got in with the scam, not got in with the scammers, but I was listening to a lot of scammer content, uh, definitely the Titan thing, because Jesus, the entire world was captivated by that. But I laid off it for a while and I just really focused on trying to just take care of myself day by day. And I feel like I'm really back in a place where I can like just dive in and be able to like put the amount of energy and attention and effort that this podcast deserves back into it. So I'm really excited and stay tuned for, you know, my first official episode after our break. Until next time, friends.